All right, Mena fans, welcome back to Mena Fandom, the premier Kirk Minahan wrap-up show. I'm, of course, the host, producer, writer, uh, Menas, and uh, we've got a wild show this week. For first start, we've got the, the Queen, Lauren Lynn. Lauren, welcome. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you for having me back. And uh, we've also got uh, Montante joining us. Hello, everybody. I'm going to call Jerevishen Gord. Oh, that'll be fair. And Mr. Horty. Mm. Right? You know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Mike, you're coming out of the um, the 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 gate's pretty hot there. With the yeah, yeah, I was confused when I saw that my mic was muted. Where's he going with this? And then I saw he went with a very original clip. No, that was good. No, that was, that was me. Yeah, that that's me. Yes, Shades of Montante's world a few weeks ago. Uh, that that was actually gone into the abyss until you brought it up and it got brought up in the main show. But no, I think I do a pretty good uh, accent from across the globe. Well, if look, if Michael Scott can get away with it, why can't you? I heard that, but then as you said to that counterpoint, yeah, that was a decade ago or whatever. Yeah, no, no, actually, I think you had my side and uh, yelling men affairs or whatever, which is a good point. But listen, uh, as your old boring co-host used to say when he had a, a parent or two, uh, it is a comedy podcast. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, so I'll use been, that. been said a few times, yes. <laughs> Oh dear. Well, it's great for the three of us to be together for Minna Fandom. Obviously, we spent the night before the Wilbur together with Dava from Hull. Um, I didn't invite him because it would be hard for us to get a word in if he was here. So That's fair. Um, and he also doesn't like us talking about his hot mum, so just thought, not get yeah. him on. His dad yeah, I was thinking... Too, so I don't know what happened with him. The last time the three of us were together, I think we were jammed into the back seat of that, that Telsa heading back to Dava's house. And none of us could figure out how to open the door. Uh, fun memories. If I recall, yes. Fun memories. Yeah. Um, that driver had no patience for us. None. Don't blame him. No. All right. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame him. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, get into the show stuff. I, I mean, Lauren, I, I wanted to get you on for a female perspective on this. A massive revelation by Carl this week about his micro penis. I mean... Yeah, well, well, what did you think when he he revealed um, what's going on downstairs? Um, It's a very, obviously, that's a very sensitive topic. We're going to be very careful with what what we say here. Um, I think that can only be spoken of when there's a serious cry for help. So I'm, I am concerned. This was a, it was a, dick heavy week in general we were just talking about you know it was everywhere in conversation this week so um i i think he you don't say that without without a purpose so hopefully we he can get his um confidence figured out because that sounds like a confidence issue to me do you think he wants an operation or something? Do you think this is the first stage of maybe looking to get the enlargement treatment? Uh, I hope I hope not. That doesn't sound like a, a promising endeavor. I don't know. I don't know a lot about it, if I'm being honest. But I hope not. May I chime in on this? Because I have a different yeah, perspective. Of you guys, I Please think you guys do. Are at, you're looking at it all wrong. Um, for my for my brief knowledge of you know whether it's locker rooms or just growing up around. Uh, guys, the guys who talk about how big their penises are are usually overcompensating for something. And I think the same could be said for the, you know, the polar opposite. Him joking about his little wiener, I bet you he's got an above average penis. That is, that's what you do. You don't, because 
I don't know. I, I, I'm getting good. Good for Colony. I think his penis <laughs> actually grew in my mind after he had these comments. So, because you never well, want to be the scumbag say, and talk about bigger dickers. Didn't he say he's only comparing it to what he sees in porn? Because that is one of the most concerning statements I've ever heard in my life to ever every, utilize every that, that as every your reference. Every single guy, every single guy <laughs> does that. Because to be honest, unless you're a professional uh, menors, uh, like, polo player, what do you guys play over there? Cricket. Unless yep. you're a professional athlete, you know, the only time you're really seeing other men's genitalia is through porn. So that's all you really have to base it off of. So I think it was a fair comment on his part. Uh, it was wild. It, it scared me. <laughs> and then he started to backtrack like the day after and say he doesn't know how to measure it. I mean, Montante, come on. What guy doesn't yeah, know how well, to measure? That's, you know, that's a classic. Dave, Dave will backtrack and everything. He'll backtrack on what he ate at his mother's house for breakfast on a Sunday morning. He just backtracks on everything on this one. It makes him look like a liar. He knew uh, why he has the instinct to lie about it. I don't know. There's probably a deeper issue there. Um, I don't think it's anything malicious. But, yeah, of course he fucking knows. Everyone's measured. Come on. What are we doing here? Stop it. Enough. Yeah, I think it was, again, Cullinane. He just thought of something that he thought would be entertaining, and he said it, and then, you know, he realized he was in a pile of shit, and he didn't, you know, know where to go from there. Yeah, the story story of his uh, tenure so far. <laughs> um, just, Lauren, I guess, I mean, if it is true, if it is true, you know, it, it, I mean, I think, like, we don't want to shame him. You know, because it's it's not what you've got; it's how you use it. So I think, oh boy, you know, if because he'll be listening, he'll be listening to this, and I just think if if he is true and he has a micro penis, then I guess I, you know, I want to applaud his bravery and um, just say to him, you know, just don't worry about it. He's got other talents. I'm not sure what they are, but they're there. Well, he's he's made two children, so I didn't I didn't really think like a micro dick could actually even do that so congratulations on the the, the two success successful uh i don't know uh, <laughs> congratulations you made it inside twice insemination yeah twice <laughs> it's be- better than i would have thought a micro could do i thought that was like a legit medical condition where things can't um yeah. can't well, continue if, so if that if that were the case uh china would not have more people than we have bullets so now here um, we go there what? we go <laughs> Six minutes in, and we go again. There was no accents. <laughs> Just makes me laugh. We want the Australian accent. The Australian, please. Anyway, um, moving on. Another, another Dave Cullinane fuck, fuck up, apart from what's in his pants. Um, I think he should have gone to New York with um, Kirk. I think it was a huge opportunity missed for content, for videos, for recorded bits. And and he said on this, Kirk said on this live show that he did on Friday as a bonus that the audio he got wasn't that great. So again, Cullinane just is a bit lazy. He just didn't, just couldn't be bothered traveling. That's that's risky though because if he's too buddy buddy with somebody and that gets caught in stool scenes and then that's content for a month against him you know you, you want to leave me you want to go here uh, he was in a, he was in a tough spot you know God forbid he you know has a good conversation with somebody on the side he gets used against them I don't know and the fact that he laid it out there kind of like a, you know very half assed away and let kind of Kirk decide the you know the destiny of that week um, 
he, his hands are, you know, he, he's scot free. He's good. He's innocent on this. Um, we won't really know if it was a better decision. I know Kirk said it wasn't today, but, uh, Kirk, you know, Dave kind of seemed like it may have been. He, he kind of seems like uh, Kirk was, you know, underselling uh, what he found out today. So we will probably have a better answer on this uh, in the upcoming weeks. Can we just put out there? Yeah. And- uh, Sorry, Lauren. I need to put a disclaimer on this podcast. Mont- What's wrong with you, Montante? You've come, you've come out. You, you're on Dave's side on everything. I know you're supposed to go in studio in a week or two. Is this? Are, are you like got a bit of a bias going on? No, here? I think I think that's off. I'm just being honest. When Dave, when Dave's wrong, Dave's wrong. He's a scumbag. He's a loser. But okay. I think his penis yeah. is bigger than he's given off. And I think this one, he's uh, he's being you know victim blamed. I think he didn't. Right, I don't so think no he's bias. A... You're not. You're not sucking no. up just to get in studio. No, 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 no. He's actually ignored my last two texts. So fuck Dave on that. But he's he's running these two things. Sorry, Lauren. Go on. Well, maybe there's a there's a reason he's defending the micro penis uh, angle. You never Ooh. know. Absolutely. Um, but what I was going to say about told the story for those watching. The biggest frown came across. There's his no face. there's no right way to combat that. You know, there's, there's, you take it on the chin. For Dave, I was going to say, I do wonder if the, the family is more of an issue with that New York thing than they want to come out and say, like, like when, when my kids were that small, the, the thought of going to like New York for a, a, a random Thursday or whatever day that was, that could never in my life have happened. So, uh, you know, I don't know if maybe that's more of an issue. Kirk's kind of, you know, he said it a few times, like I'm never having a producer that has young kids again. It's going to be very difficult. You can't just drop everything and go in at night. If they have a case interview, you can't always be available. So I do wonder if there's more of it, more of that as part of it. And they kind of doesn't want to make him feel bad. Mm. Why were, was it a suit? Was it a thing? Did I miss it that his kids, kids would have been dragged to New York? What the? What's the point of that? No, but what Lauren's saying. I'm not is, saying bring you know, them to, to New York. You can't just leave your house for oh, sixteen oh, it's hours. Change, it's a change of routine. See, Montante, when you've got kids, routine. Well, are we pretending that he doesn't just pawn his kids off? He <laughs> doesn't pawn his kids off on his, his parents anyway. Like, what do you? Yeah, can, yeah. Kathy Cullinane would have stepped up, wouldn't she? She would have. Yeah. Them so that, that, that I'm, I'm, I'm nixing that. I, I honestly at think five, six, is... seven o'clock at night. Yeah, kids. I don't know. They don't know. No, that's true. She'd be hammered by because <laughs> Kathy. As soon as the sun goes down, she starts drinking. So um, maybe I that's true. Fair. Yep. So for those um, tuning in, yeah, Montante's got his Mets shirt on. He wanted to bring the recording forward because the Mets have got a fucking wild card game. And then I realized it's not even a one-off. It's a best of three series. So you've got yeah, no excuse for. Well, yeah, well, you, game one controls the narrative. Yeah, you want to jump on and watch the live stream with Clemmer and all that? Is that what you want to do? You want to be on the Mets live no, stream? God, God, by the way, shout you, out to Clemmer. You and Frank I, the Tank. I, I called this first. Off, I, I'm the first. As you know, I sent you the clip. I, I predicted, Kirk predicted it semi-well. I predicted his his path to Barstool before Barstool Idol was even a even a thing to him. And I said he'd be Frank's little, you know, anorexic shadow. I got that so right. And shout out yes. to Clemmer. Uh, speaking of gambling content, um, I'm, I'm, as people know, people are talking about it. Jerry Callahan, I'm the hottest gambler in the world on his show. He has done two fake gambling things at Barstool, and as soon as he loses, it goes away. It's like he never did it. He is the most inauthentic personality at Barstool. He tries this whole gambling shtick, and once he loses twice in a row, 
it goes away. He's he. If I had to grade his, and I'm sorry to, to, to ramble here and rant, take this off the rails. If I had a, if I had to grade yeah, his first three or four months at Barcelona, I'm giving him summer school. He's getting a D minus F plus. He stinks. He's blowing this. He is not getting a second contract. No shot. Zero percent chance. Wow. I mean, I don't think he knows what he wants to be yet. But but don't you think, Montante, that the true test is when he heads down to Miami with Portnoy? I mean, he's been hired to... I don't think that's happening, man. It probably would have happened by now. Portnoy says stuff, and then it changes by the time he, you know, by the time he's done saying it. That's probably not going to happen. Okay. Because, yeah, Portnoy changes his mind all the time. But I think, yeah, I think Chris, I mean, I haven't been watching his stuff, but he just seems to be in a weird spot where there's already Mets people, so he can't do that. There's already movie people. He can't do that. Uh, There's better gambling people. There's better writers. So, like, what does he do? You know, people have got over his goofy look. Um, I honestly don't follow any of his content now, not because, I mean, I really like Chris, um, but it's just not for me. I do too, but take a chance, dude. Just going along to get along is not going to get you a second contract. Put your neck out, your long neck out on the line and try something unique and stick with it. He is just, I don't know, very underwhelming. I think Kirk destroys Kramer in this trivia. So I think we're going to get a really satisfying death of I heard. I heard half of the show today because it was another thing. It was only YouTube only, right? Unless my phone yes. was like lagging. Yeah, YouTube so I listened only. maybe probably 25, 30 minutes of the 45-minute show. And, yeah, he was dropping pretty blatant hits that um, that he he's probably going to you know, annihilate him, which is going to be uh, entertaining to watch for sure. Yeah, when when do we get to see that? Next Tuesday. Tuesday night. Yep. Oh, okay. So it's not going to be like the mini golf where I'm, I have to wait like five months. Can I just say what a fucking choke job by Kirk in that mini golf? Did you? I didn't watch all the last episodes, but I went to the leaderboard at the end. Kirk finished like tenth. He was yeah. like in the middle of the field. It was such a choke job. He's built up as being the professional mini golfers part of the um, you know part of the tour in Maine, and yet he completely botched it when the pressure was on. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. You'll probably get some you know, blowback and then apologize and get blocked for a week or whatever. But no, that needs to be said. He has too many yes men around him. He, he needs that had to be a bigger topic of the show. Yeah, you're the mini golf guy. You're the whole reason why that whole thing happened. You got people like Jersey Jerry uh, beating you. Like, come on, no, Kirk. You you he either can't... have to you either have to you know win that or you have to be top four bare minimum. The fact he finished like you know kind of front of the middle of the pack it's like it's it's embarrassing that should have been brought up but you know everyone's you know kirk you know everyone's scared of him to, to, to joke about it dave's scared to bring it up talk about it that is something make him be better i don't know that 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 was i agree with you thank you and, and like i think as well it's like a bit of a kick in the teeth to freddie couples i mean they get the, the great golfer on recently <laughs> and after he's put in this disgraceful performance it's almost i don't know brand damaging for freddie i would agree um, but I do have to say that I I watched the video very closely last night. Jeff Delo said he had um, a, a, a bottle of cough syrup. And, I, you know, in that cough syrup, there's a lot of speed. And if you look at fucking um, Jeff Delo in those last couple of holes, his jaw is going like he's been on the bags all night. And I'm telling you, I reckoned. Jeff DeLo was on performance-enhancing drugs. If WADA were to do a test for him when he came off the 18th green, he would fail that WADA test and be disqualified. So I think Jeff asterisk next to his win. Well, Barstool, there's a lot of narcotics involved. Uh, I think he needs to use his next event. He has to use his uh, 
no new newfound ally and uh, my boy Joey Camasta maybe get on the por- performing enhancings himself. You know, do some boogie shug mm. and win a goddamn win a goddamn tournament. Yeah, Kirk should do something. Um, Absolutely, imagine him on cocaine. Good God! But, but no, you, I, don't I, you want to be more stabilized though if you're playing mini golf, not shaky. Well, I think that I think the focus is what it gave Jeff Delo. Yeah. You could see uh, the jaw was going, the eyes. Uh, you know, he'd been. It looked like he'd been. You know, as I said, doing bags all day. So look, just look at the video. His jaw is just, it's just going like when Montante's. Um, you know, three a.m. in the morning <laughs> and Montante's around. Uh, once every three months. Yeah, accurate. <laughs> I don't do it that um, much. Cause I'm two hundred and forty pounds. So let's just be honest about this. So, Lauren, you must be pretty excited that they're doing a live show in Portland, Maine, near you next year. Uh, you know, I, I keep saying it. The the Maine crowd is so spoiled with these shows. So, yes, I'm super excited. I got my tickets, and the girls are already kind of making our plans. So we have our hotel room booked, which will remain an undisclosed location, and we're ready to go. Great. Um, I stayed in a great hotel in Portland when I was there. Um, by the water. Where are you going up, Montante? Uh, yeah, someone always gets um, tickets, so I'm sure someone got tickets in my gambling thread. Um, they pretty much just tell me when and where, and I, I'll be there. I'll be there. He'll still for, you'll forget what week it is. You'll think it's like the week before. And oh, yeah, and, and the people that are, you'll will probably show up. Me will, they, they'll, they'll tell me like two days before. They know how I operate. I'll be there. It'll be uh, a surprise I... to me when I find out I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's going to be brilliant. I wish I could go. Portland's a great city. Uh, I think you, everyone is going to have a great time because it's like it's a small enough place where if everyone who's staying there, you'll all be able to walk and see each other and the great yep. bars by the water. So, um, yeah, I'm really envious. Um, yeah, anyway, whatever. Um, but speaking of Maine, <laughs> obviously, Lauren, um, there's been a prominent Minifan emerge from your yeah, area. I, I would say, I would say a spokesperson for Maine. Um, his name name is Steve Snell. I can see you getting pretty hot under the collar when I mention him because he's a very attractive man. I mean, um, sex on a stick. Just, just tell me more about Steve. Oh, I always, whenever this happens, I, I feel like I have to defend my entire state. Like, no, we are not all <laughs> strange, I swear. <laughs> like, I don't roam around by the, the pond and build a fire and speak to nobody. <laughs> So, um, no, but we need characters like this. So you can't, you can't hate what he's doing. It, um, oh, come it on. definitely okay. adds, okay. it adds an element for sure. Okay. I would have said you can't hate him until he admitted calling the cops over some mean tweets. I mean, that is just <sighs> ridiculous. That adds fuel well, to the when- fire that he actually is not a longtime minute fan because he knows once you get a little bit of, uh, you know, attention on the main show, you know, the crazies are going to pour in behind it. So it kind of seems like a token by surprise because, and by the way, I got news for you. He started doing these weird videos that, you know, kind of got old after 30 seconds. He had 700 and 700 plus followers on Twitter after a week. I would say 98% of the, the feedback was probably positive. So I don't know exactly what negative comments he's, he's getting. And then to go to the cops and then to use the the spin zone, I'm trying to save somebody, not me. What a fucking pussy! What a loser! Go go, go on Indeed. Quit going to the campsites and recording stuff. Go on Indeed. Find a nice job. Leave mommy's house. This is this is not for you. 
at any capacity. If you can't handle doing your little wrap-up show and you have to go to the cops, what happens when you go to the fucking to the main show in, in your perfect world? You, you're not cut out for it. It's nothing personal, but this is not for you. Do yourself a favor and get on Indeed, get a nice little job in a nice little town, and settle down out of sight, out of mind. He ain't built for it. Absolutely. As soon as he said FBI on Twitter, I was like, oh, my God. You know there's a certain group of people who are never going to let that go, ever. And like like you said, Mike, he obviously is new to Twitter. He, like, he came out of nowhere, and um, he's never really interacted with anybody, and it, it showed. It, he came across very green with uh with his reaction for sure and, w- and once fans step over the line you don't go to the cops you go to turtle boy that's what you do that's what i did and it worked out swimmingly for me come on steve take it take it <laughs> learn be better <laughs> go to turtle boy next time but but seriously what if a minifan gets in trouble now because i mean they are taking cyber crime and threats more seriously than they did a couple of years ago. What if a Minifan is uh, door knocked in the next couple of weeks because of this stupid complaint? So, you know, you got some Minifan who just having a good time, says some joke to him, and all of a sudden he's getting questioned what, what about it. What do you it. think, if you had a guess, because I don't have, assuming you guys don't have any inside information like DMs leaked to you, what do you think the, did he say, because I don't watch the show, did he say exactly what the kind of the context of the, the, the DM was or whatever? No. no, he's he said he can't share it because of oh, it's whatever an he, investigation. <laughs> I, I mean, oh yes, we please know I'm rolling my eyes as I say this. I mean, I've got a million <laughs> of those messages. I'm sure he's you know he's got the same messages. I you know empty threats. You know, oh, we'll to be fair, though, you're stuff. you're fucking twenty four hours away. I'll, I'm not going to offend him. <laughs> But, you know, you're That's across true. the fucking pond. Someone would really want to have to kill you to make that happen. It would be, it would be, you're too much of a chore to knock off. But I, that being I, said, did, I did check the extradition laws uh, since he um, announced that he complained to the FBI. And unfortunately, there is an arrangement where I could get extradited. Oh, I would love that. That's actually best case. <laughs> like, I'm brought in like with a black hood over my oh, face. Oh, I would and love and it. Cuffs. And he, Like, oh, the name, the name right now is being withheld. But you see like a little five foot two guy with a hood. Oh, oh my God, it's Menace. Menace. Oh, that would be <laughs> awesome. That'd be fantastic. But it, it's probably realistically what? Fucking DM of saying like, you're a loser like uh you know you live at you know so-and-so in this town in maine like get a job he probably oh someone knows where i live i mean that's what it has to be what else would it be yeah something like that um but it just like what annoys me is i like the fact that he's doing a wrap-up show because no one else is but can he just drop all this bullshit and just do his show just rant and rave as terrible as it is at least you can (laughs) criticize it what is, what is he going to do in December or January? Probably tell us, you know, how big of a how big of a brave man he is for going out in the manning the elements. He makes the random uh, show too much about himself. Yeah, he and that's his criticism of me. But he's petrified to come on this show. He's he's using this whole FBI as an excuse. He just doesn't <laughs> want to hate me. This would be the easiest way to clear up the two percent of people that don't like him. This would be the easiest way to get one hundred percent across the board people being on his side. Will be come on here, clear up his name, be jokey about it. But the, for the fact he's going to you know hide from that, I don't know, man. I, listen, 
good for him. I'm sure he's a nice guy. Um, I'm not sure about that, actually. Yeah, no, I'm just saying that to say that. Fuck that guy. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I wish well for him, but he's a fucking – he's a loser. I'll say it. He, you know, you say what he wants about me, I'm sure. But listen, the he fact looks that like he Red. Him, like, I wonder if he, he and Red are cousins. Yeah, well, it looks he looks like, you know – uh, Red looks like him if you got stung by 400 bees. You know, Red's a big fat, you know, this <laughs> curvy man. Um, but yeah, I can see maybe a, a core, you know, some lineage there. But right, we've got some listener questions here. Our suburban tug time. Second question from me. I don't <laughs> what know what his dumb, first question is. What a thing to say, suburban tug time. You said it's so, it's so normal. Well, come on, man. It's the you know I, why. I get it. I get it. It's so <laughs> absurd to hear. Rolls um, off the tongue. It really does. <laughs> His question is, why is Snell like that? I mean, I think he's just a legit lunatic. Yeah, I do too. Sorry, I'm sorry. I um, there's there's some form of desperation that's that's just oozing out of that person. That's um, it's a little extreme. You listened to his wrap-up show, Lauren? I, I binged some of them today because I knew we were going to be talking about it. And it was a little bit terrifying when he said he has a gun on him at all all times. It's always the people who think like, oh, well, I'm the one who should have a gun on me because then it keeps everybody else safe. That I'm like, well, I don't know <laughs> if this is the correct thought process. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm actually worried about you, Lauren, because you, you know you're in the same state. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what, what? yeah. I'm not giving away uh, <laughs> giving away towns or anything like that. You've you've also made it very hard for me to track you down. Like no phone. I have her address. We 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 share clothes. So okay, this um, is true. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> and yeah, I don't I'm, give I don't give my number or my address out to pretty much anybody. So because you, you listen to, you listen to Mina Fandom and Montante's world, yeah. Yeah, she don't listen to my show. I don't think it's too political, which is fine. I, I listen and and utilize my fast forward when necessary. Yeah, so. absolutely smart move, smart move. I usually fast forward about eighty percent of Mike's show. Fair. Um, in fact, you tuning in at all is crazy. But now, next question, Tony Cash. This is for Lauren. Oh, what is it like being the best looking person on the show by such a giant margin? Tony, uh, well. Lauren? <laughs> Well, I kind of figure out how to do that. I, I'm no longer with Allison and B&B. So, you know, I had to come over here to get these comments. So I've, I've <laughs> kind of learned the uh, trick of the trade on that one. Yeah, I mean, it's just, yeah, it's an easy one because, you know, with M- Mike and I, most people are going to be better looking than us. So Don't want me in with you. <laughs> what? Don't want me in with you. I'm better looking than you. Uh, I, I don't I'm, think I'm so. I think I'm more. I think I'm more handsome than you, Mike. I think that's, that's absurd. Cool. Let's move past this. By the way, Lauren, Lauren, what, Lauren, what do you think? No, no I'm gonna I'm just hit the mute real quick. Gonna hit the mute. Okay, Tim in Canton. This is to me. No, no, no. Real Will quick. You... Real quick. No, yeah. no, no. I'm interrupting. Is B and B like still on Twitter? I haven't seen her as much. I think she's been quiet on Twitter publicly, but like I talk to her a lot. So okay, so she's doing well. She's doing fantastic. We were just yeah, chatting she, about an hour ago. She told ago. me she's just avoiding you, Mike. That's why she's not on yeah, Twitter. Fair. <laughs> yes, it's just you. Probably, probably, too much. probably for the best. No problem yeah. with that. Oh, I'm just driving through Western Mass, B&B. Can I stop <laughs> by? <laughs> <Talk> politics. <laughs> um, fucking freak. Anyway, uh, this is from Tim and Canton. Will you commit to showing your hands above the desk and on camera the entire time Lauren is on? I think I've been pretty good. 
Pretty good. Uh, um, next question from Nipples. How big are your coons? <laughs> they can get huge. Like 25 pounds is not uncommon. And um, Nipples is referring to my cats. I've got two Maine coons. Can you believe that, Lauren? I bought two cats from Maine. I can believe it, actually. Um, yeah, it takes you, a lot to shock me at this you point. Heard, you heard my vile comments, um, no uh, doubt. Don't, 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 don't make the main pussy comment again, please. I'm please not, I'm not, that. I'm not. Okay, well, you just did it, so. No, no, I was trying to avoid it. All right, my apologies. Yeah, you <laughs> said something about it. <laughs> you failed it. Two or three minutes ago, answer. I was driving home. I, I, I yes. almost fainted. It was so vile. I forget who you were talking with, but it was so, this. oh, you're talking with another Australian guy. I was taken aback when you said these comments. I was well, blown away. It was too much. Um, Lauren, your reaction when you heard them? Oh, no, it's just a fun play on words. Exactly. I'm sure it's, exactly. it's very innocent. Absolutely. Absolutely. Not not true at all. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Mike's giving me a look of pure judgment right now. So, <laughs> so um, I, I've just put uh, to answer Nipple's question about the Coons, they're brothers um, and one's bigger whoa, than the whoa, other. Whoa, 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 whoa. Edit that out. What? What's up the last six words you just said? Oh, come on, Mike. It's not me. That is a if I, stretch. If I said it, it's getting clipped. So, I, <laughs> I no, no, no. There's an older and a younger. There's a bigger brother and a smaller brother. I would say Mine's the co- main coons are relatives, not what you just said. There is no other word for brother. There's no other word for that. Okay. They're siblings. <laughs> Thank you. And Mike, Mike just cannot walk away from it. He just you said cannot... it out or whatever. Carry on. Don't, don't let me sidetrack you. See, all people right, so with so... a pure mind would not have made that connection at all. It sounded completely normal. So oh, yeah, that sounds like a you thing. Um, Probably is. Definitely. <laughs> um, we're already one strike for Now, Bobby Fitz is here. I wonder if we can oh. hear him. Can you hear I, us, Bobby? I can. What's going on? You, you look good. You look great. Right, so... What are you talking about? It's fucking blank. Yes, you can, can't turn your video on. Uh, I don't know how the fuck to do it. I thought it was okay. just audio. It is. That's fine. That's fine. Just put the phone, the microphone closer to your mouth, dummy. Did you hear um, me? Yeah, we can. Just that's good. Just yeah. put it close to your mouth, like you know, to talk into a microphone. Like, like you're back in prison. Put it close to your mouth. Fuck off. Exactly. Um, is this because you're in a witness protection program? You can't show your face. If you want to play that angle, sure. But no, here we I'm go. Not. Where are you? He's, like, he's driving. He's driving. I'm at work. I told you. How I'm are you driving? You said you've been drinking all afternoon. Oh, of course I'm not drinking and driving. I would never do that anymore. So what are you doing? Like you're between pickups or anymore? Yeah, I um, yeah, my back in the day, Lauren, it was a tough. It was, things were different back then. Um, no, I'm uh, on break. I took a break, but next week oh, I'll great. be on vacation. Fantastic. Well, what does that mean? We want to hang out? Uh, yeah, I mean, can I come to Australia? What's going on? <laughs> I feel like this connection needs to happen. Needs to happen. Australia. People forget Australia was actually a, a country built off of inmates. So I think Bobby could be a natural. <laughs> Mike, you'd fit in too, you freak. Uh, I've been I've been caught yet. Okay, are, you guys so, out of, are you guys out of lockdown yet? Are you guys still fucking under communist regime or whatever was going on in the fucking Australia? It's the greatest country in the world to live in. You would be so thrilled if you lived here. Montante would be would love it here. As I've said to him, uh, no borders, 
It's an ocean, so no one can get in. You know, one's swimming across rivers in fucking Australia. Love buddy. that. Yeah, love that. Um, yeah. So anyway, fits, fits, fits. Welcome yeah. to Minna Fandom. I, I, I think you've done one KMS show before, which was uh, the wrap-up with Justin. Is that correct? I did two with Justin, yeah. I did two yep. with Justin. Yep. Yep. So you you you've, you know you've been at me to get on Minna Fandom. What's come out of the? What have you got for me? What, what's what's on your mind? I I, I I I a lot's on my mind right now. What's specifically on my mind is that fucking KMS reloaded guy. That's what's okay. on my mind. Now let him have it. Well, he's a fucking idiot. I mean, let's just cut the shit. I mean, all his stuff sucks, and I'm not really sure what direction he is. Where is he? He blocked me. I don't. Are you still blocked, or did he unblock you? I'm still blocked. Asshole. Yeah, he blocked me. He's a fucking moron, and I, I don't know how to get at him if I, if I'm blocked. So all I get is, where is he? Is this bullshit about calling the FBI and stuff like that real? I, I, that's that's one of your very few rules: no FBI informants. And he he violated that within the second week of KMS. You don't even know, Mike, what I go through on Bumble to vet my girlfriends. At my, oh, my I know. Dude, the, the FBI is heavy on Bumble. They're going after Mr. Bobby Fitz. Well, they think that I'm fucking getting groping them. I'm just patting them down for a fucking wire. Uh, you know what I mean? No, I you're not doing Are you really going on dates and fucking patting down people? No, I mean, come on, man. But I am fucking struggling a little bit. My my Bumble dates haven't been good. But, man, as you know, my KMS Reloaded sucks. He's a fucking fool. He is. He's the worst. We were just paying him out before. Um, so he triggers you. Um, also, he's just full of shit. Like, he just rambles, doesn't say much, just a load of shit. Yeah, I, and plus, I think, you know, if we're going the KMS side right now, I think they need to spike that third spot up. They need to put a little jolt in that third spot. And I, Any I don't suggestions? Know. Who are you uh, thinking? What's that? Just say yourself. Who are you thinking? I'm I'm obviously thinking myself. Yes, I am. That a babe. There's no doubt about that. And plus, I got a few beefs I need to air with Cullinane. I love him. I think he's great. But he's starting to get to be a little fucking aloof, and he's fucking playing games on Twitter and shit like that. So I definitely got some things I got to air out with him. So that's it. Oh, by the way, hi, Lauren. I'm Bobby. Nice to meet you. Oh, it's nice. It's nice to meet you. I'm actually probably gonna. I'm gonna bounce, guys. Are we all set? Yeah. Manage yeah, to get all Lauren. our questions. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Lauren. Take care. Bye, Bye guys. Bye. Bobby, how would Dave she, do? She couldn't get out of here quick enough when I Bobby know. came on this. Ah, don't yeah. like a fucking. How, how would how would Tony um, do? She's allergic to you. Apparently so. Why? Because she's taller than me. What the fuck? I, I don't get that. She could only no, stay no, for the She's definitely not taller than you, Bobby. Answer my question. How would Dave Coney do in the pen? Ah, uh, not well. I mean, with it. Well, I mean, he would be a popular guy. I mean, yeah, yeah, I bet you he would. And, and he fucking certainly would. Uh, well, I mean, w- did we ever get a um, a uh, a final note on what, what what his dick was? Was it three inches or something like that? We would no, one one and a half. Yeah, one yeah. and a half. I, I am actually. I mean, I I won't bullshit. I am. I I actually like him. I think he's entertaining and a good part of the show. So I I. But I do have a little beef with him right now. He's become very distant and um, interacting with fans. It seems to be a certain group, and that's it. So, but that's where that, I'm at. That's always been his thing, Bobby. Like he he pretended Bobby. to be a, a person of the fans, but uh, since he got the job as producer, he's actually distanced himself from a lot of people he used to build his reputation. Okay, so you're not a fan, I would say? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm a huge fan of Dave. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. But but I, I've accepted him for what he is. I'm not 
I expected him to be more fan friendly. He's not. He's right. 100% about Dave, and that's fine. That's the well, professional environment. Well, Mike, you 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 were the you know I mean I you were the best one on it, but you're actually a better fit with Jerry, if that makes any sense. You know what I mean? For me, psychopath. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you, I mean, I, and I enjoy you there too. So that's a good Thank thing. You. As as far as as the, the KMS thing goes, matters. Will you be in Portland? I assume you will. Unfortunately, not. Uh, unless um, something amazing, miraculous happens, okay. I won't be. Oh, that's too bad. I fit. I I did not make um, the uh, show in in Boston. I was disappointed in myself. I didn't get it done. But I heard it was a, a tremendous show, and I saw some of the uh, the uh, footage and stuff like that. It was great, right? I know you guys were all at JJ Foley's and stuff mm. like that. So, Bobby, yeah. a couple of questions. How long have you been listening to KMS Four and Kirk? Uh, uh, Kirk goes back. I'm really an EEI guy. I've been with, uh, I, I go Jerry, Jerry and, and Dino. And then Kirk came in and he was outstanding and he did, uh, re, you know, recharge that show. So, uh, I go back to that with Kirk and then I, I didn't really, I, I'm not good at technology in case you can't tell. And, um, I, I started yes, listening to, to the podcast when, and I did all the ones back. I never did it. So I started about, uh, a year ago, right around the pandemic, I became oh, nice. into the and, and I and I did all the back stuff with Steve. And I gotta say, the the, the Steve stuff, Steve's pretty good. As much as he's an asshole, sometimes he's pretty good. The Steve stuff is good stuff. So um, as part of year, maybe over a year, as far as okay. the podcast KMS world. Great. Um, so then, what did you think of? today kirk dancing on eei's grave again i mean their 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 ratings just plummet every book they're just worse and worse i mean you know kirk is proven right every time a book comes out well he, he is you know like i said i gotta be i gotta be honest on this i you know i think uh i i definitely think kirk was an asset to kirk and callahan no doubt about it but you know gino uh, D, excuse me dino and jerry did amazing numbers that forever and so didn't the big show but it does pan out that the numbers did change when he leaves so dancing on their graves and what they did by fucking letting Murchison in there to ruin that company is it's fucking unforgivable and it ruined great content because now you get stuck with toucher and rich that absolutely fucking suck so there's no there's no there's no other content so uh i i have no problem with them dancing on the grave i think it's it's funny and it's legit Where's this firebrand that we get on Twitter? You're very, you're very succinct and rational in person, Bobby. Um, on Twitter, you come across as a fucking lunatic. Well, I may be a fucking lunatic in person. I mean, or, or, or whatever. I mean, I, that doesn't mean because I speak like a moron and ask Joey Camasta for a rim job that I'm not intelligent. It just means I'm fucking. Well, I didn't no, say you're intelligent. Fair, I didn't point. say you're intelligent. Let's not yeah, go yeah. that far. No, no, but um, I mean, I mean, I use Twitter. I think that Twitter's an, a, a, a platform for everybody to enjoy and have fun. I mean, I do say outrageous things, but I take it as as tongue-in-cheek, and I have no problem with anybody coming back at me as long as you're not attacking my family or my or my. Well, you know, your mom sucks. Well, my I mean, she's dead, but, I mean, uh, one of my friends in my <laughs> chat said he fucks her. It really sucks. Dead, so, yeah. I mean, that, that makes sense, you know? Yeah. So. 
But Robert, no, I'll, I'll, I'll never, I would never say that to you. Let the, the record show. And I also, I also know that you'd beat the brakes off Philly forklifts. Uh, I, I absolutely was... would. I mean, that bitch is in hiding. You want to talk about oh. Witzek, Mikey? He's who's in hiding. He? Oh, who's he? He's gone. He's gone. He's dead. He's dead Where to the world. He? I don't know. I, 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 he blocked me. We, we we scared him away. But listen, Bobby. So you listen back to the show. I'm gonna ask you guys this this question. Um, who do you guys think would be a better? Now, who do, who do you not? Who do you want to see in the next chair more? Who do you think would be a better listen to for the average uh, minute fan? Would you rather hear Kelleher again, a blast from the past, or uh, 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 KMS Reloaded? I, well, you know, I I I don't Kelleher. R- r- remind me of him. I, I'm sorry, I don't. I don't. Re- which one's that? He was super, 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 super far he back. Dr- he dressed up as a hot dog. That's what. He yeah, this little okay. ginger fella, little uh, ginger bisexual fella. I Not vaguely, that interesting. I vaguely remember that, but this is my thing. I I can't even uh, reload. What is he? What is now? What is he at? There's just nothing to it. Like I mean, and and if this shit is true, and you know where I stand on this, Mike. If he's you really, yeah, I hear you. If he's really calling the car, co- I mean, look, I don't know exactly what happened, but that's Kirk's number one thing is what goes on the show goes on the show. He talks about everything. So, I mean, he's out. So I, I we need somebody else in there. Okay, he's uh, out. He's out. For me, he's out. Is um, Mike, are you blocked by KMS Reloaded? No, I've never really interacted with him um, much. Mm. Okay. Uh, that was disgusting. That is- <laughs> I'll answer your question, um, <laughs> Montante. So um, he, he just threw up on air. Knows no, I burped. I burped. That was disgusting. Um, did, you just, um, uh, did you just no, eat a kangaroo? What the fuck? No, no, no. Um, I oh cannot choose between Kelleher and Snell. I've spent a, you know a night with Kelleher. Probably Romantic? Kelleher. No, like we had a drink together, Fitz. Oh, okay. um, oh, Fitz when you. I was in Boston. I, I, look, I'm going to say Kelleher. I'd prefer on the show. Because he's kind of just so insane, whereas I think Snell's dangerous. Like, I actually think a Minifan might get a door knock from the feds over some yeah. silly little tweet. For real, though. Like, it seems that it's going in that direction, and that's fucking stupid. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah it just ruins the whole karma of the show. So mm. I, I've got someone else I want to bash for you. Um, Go. I am unbelievably disappointed in Rico Bosco. I cannot believe that fuckhead on Thursday's show legitimately started to angle for a job with Kirk. Now, for those listening who don't know the backstory, basically, um, you know, Dave Portnoy's left New York. Big Cat's going to leave to Chicago. That means Rico Bosco will be left alone in New York and he'll have no one to really do content with. So he's worried he won't get a contract and he's pretty pissed off with Big Cat and Portnoy for doing that. And so now all of a sudden on Thursday's show, he starts to angle to fucking be paid by Kirk to go on his show. I mean, Fitz, can somebody just go on the show and not ask for a job? Well, that would be one thing. See, I go, I've had interactions. I am blocked by Rico. I think he's a fucking complete used car salesman. And I feel like he's struggling so much for a spot at Barstool that now he's trying to push his way on the Rick, on the Kirk show. He's basically riding Kirk's, you know, coattails. Yeah. I think Rico sucks. I, I'm a Nadu guy. I, I like Jeff Nadu. So, and that's not even part of it. I, I think Rico sucks. And um, I do not think he would be now. Some of his shit's funny, but like, I do not think he would be a regular fit on Thursday. I do not. But 
you know, I don't think he. I don't think he can keep up with Kirk. If you listen to him in that show that he did in New York, there's no way Rico could keep up with Kirk. He's not smart enough. Well, no, he's he not got funny lost. enough. He got lost with Dan and Kirk. He was well, completely lost. Can I explain this? Um, actually, from a neutral standpoint, because you know I'm pretty. No, sorry, sorry. For those for those um who can't see, when he says neutral, Nadu's cock is up. Montante's arts right now. I'm a new do guy. You know that, Mikey. You know that. Yes, I, I do. I do. I am a new do guy, so I am. I am impartial to this. But let me let me just speak. I understand why why he did it. And I actually I find Rico entertaining. Um, I've listened to him for a, a while, even before I became buddy buddy with they do, and before his penis was injected into my my throat. Um, <laughs> I understand why Rico is doing what he's doing. I actually think it's a, a smart ploy. Um, Barstool is breaking up. Um, Chicago's gonna have a new office. Uh, I just said this while you were getting a drink, shithead. You don't have to oh, repeat fuck it. What I know that. Okay, well, I because you, you, you know, don't need oh. you to fucking fill in the gaps. Just give me well, your. I was, opinion, probably, I was probably saying it better than you were, you scumbag. <laughs> why, why, why don't you burp again on 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 air? That was fucking great, you dirtbag. Hey. No, so I get I get why he's doing it. Um, and I'll tell you what, he didn't. You may say he's not that smart. He's probably not that smart. Um, but I think after some repetition. Uh, he was already better than I think Carabas ever was. So I, I think he could be a pretty good – Hey, I find him more entertaining than Polar. I think he could be a good fit. Now uh, – no, Hard pass. Hard pass I don't think Kirk, and- I don't think Kirk should ever come out of pocket for it. Um, and I think there is you, an element of Mike, being in studios good. But Mike, you think he's trying to angle his way into a full-time Boston bar school No, he's, he's just trying to find – um, he's just trying to give himself a purpose to resign and give himself a you know a, a leveraging tool. Uh, why why should Barstool resign me? First off, I think he has an unspoken unspoken whether he realizes or not a uh, contract to Barstool. Date I'm sure. soft, soft spot for him, but sure. it would just be you know he's not blogging that much. They always make fun of him for not blogging that much on the pick show. But you know if I say listen, you know I blog twice. You know I, I give you guys clicks and the mom with Kirk once a week. It would just kind of give himself a purpose at Barstool. So I get it all around. I do think he's good, but Kirk would never, Kirk, Kirk should never come out of his own pocket to pay for him to go down to fucking Boston. Dude, you what, work at a media company, you go to the office two days a week, fucking just drive yourself there. It's three and a half what's hours. What's fucked up to bad. me is the guy that I I hate. Like, I, I don't hate him as a person, but like, I never was a fan of Clement. Ever, ever, ever. I hated his work. I, I bashed the shit out of him on Twitter with rim jobs and everything all the time. Confirmed. But, very, very creative. But but at this point, tell me somebody that's been better than him on Thursday. Besides, I, like I said, Mike, you were good that time you were in there. John, I was, thought Stewart was fantastic. Uh, who? John Stewart. Yeah, I was just about to say that. John Stewart was good. But like Clemmer, I mean, he sucked at the end because you could tell he wanted out and he was bouncing and he was using it as a springboard. But he did add value for a certain time in there. And and, and and I just, I, you know, I wonder if that relationship bounces back around again once he gets fired from Boston. No, Shanae. I would never rule that out. Um, yeah. I was never a huge Clemmer guy. And it's not because of his personality. I just don't watch movies. You know, I watch I, okay. I game on sports and like, you know. Not I don't watch movies, so but it was nothing everything personal against him. But he he filled air, and you know sometimes they got a little kissy kissy. They're in the best phase of talking movies and snoozing about stupid stuff. But you know it ended pretty poorly. I don't see that happening again. Um, I, I think uh, that there should be a Barstool personality, whether it's Rico or someone that may, maybe I actually like. I'll tell you what I like Big F. I like Jack Mac. I think those guys maybe just are rotating like three people. 
um, would be good. Maybe once a month. You know, there's, Maybe there's three, Jersey Jerry guys. throw him in there if he would come yeah, on. He, he, oh, no, I think Kamas is the guy for the job. Joey's the, Absolutely. He, you know that. Joey's, yeah. the, Joey's the, the most entertaining, the funniest person at Barstool. No he'd doubt about fanta- it. He'd be fantastic. Um, I just don't see Joey getting out of bed and driving to but uh, Massachusetts you, would be a big you know detriment. But I didn't catch Kirk didn't really feel the vibe with him, right? He was uh, he was a little bit off put. Uh, that, that run was. that rundown was awful. I mean, yeah. that was an awful watch. Troops is awful. How bad is Troops, Montante? I mean, Arsenal are fans are scumbags, and he's the lowest of the low. Um, yeah, yeah, that rundown was awful. Yeah, Man, do you gamble? Um, wasn't great. Only on cricket, I'm, Fitzy. I'm Only cricket. on cricket. That's- Okay. Well, Mike, yeah, I know you gamble. I'm a big gambler. So, I mean, can we toss a, a little bit of the gambling element in there on a Thursday? Or I just, sorry, I, just no, I think it'd be forced. No, okay. Kirk, Kirk's not interested. I want to back up on something. Rico Bosco asked for $100,000 a year Tongue to go cheek. to Boston Tongue once a week. He didn't no, 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 no. Not tongue-in-cheek. I'm telling you, it's like you said, Montante. He's going to be out of contract soon because Dan and Portno are going to be gone. No one's going to want to work with him, and he's angling for a job with Kurt. But man, a hundred grand in Boston, shit money. I mean, not shit money, but it's not, it's not big money. I mean, he yeah, was once win- a week. He wants to go on once a week, so he's going to have time to work the other days of the week. Oh, okay. Well, that's a di- so a hundred grand just to do spots in Boston. He ain't worth that. Yeah, but I mean, and I think he's good in spots. Like, I don't mind his Jerry phone calls. They're okay once in a while. It's just, what is he at? If, if Kirk, and you know what, Mike, I want to back up for one second. I think Kirk knows a little bit more about gambling than he leads off to be. He may not know the lines and all this shit, but he can do picks and stuff like that if he wanted to push it in there. I don't he, think he's he barking up, he, 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 he barking he up the wrong he tree. Force it. Yeah, yeah. He's too smart for that. It's it's not his bag. And he'd come, you, you know, Montante, as soon as someone pretends to be a gambler a la Chris Clemmer, you get found out pretty quickly. That, yeah. There's no doubt about that. That's, there's no Clemmer is such a little dink. We talked about that earlier, Fitz, when you weren't on. Um, but from for my understanding about, so I think Rico's good. Uh, I think, I do think he's so the tongue in cheek, but, you know, if the Barcelona thing doesn't work out, which I, I think he will, he'll stay on there because I think he is a pretty good on that pick show. Don't Even you if, feel like Kirk's going way more barstool centric and he's trying to, you know, push more barstool all the way around? The whole show. Yeah, his 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 corner of Barcel. He likes a core c- group of guys, and it's, it, it. I'll tell you what, Kirk. Once Kirk leaves, I feel like um, people say, "Hey, Barcel is dead and gone." The old, old Barcel is dead and gone. They're gonna be more and more right because he is Barcel Chicago and Kirk are old school Barcel. Once they're gone, it's over. It's, it's, are they? It's, they're it's, gonna it's, open. Been, it's, it's that's been with a different name. What, they're content gonna Kim. Up. Content Kim isn't content Kim isn't Barcel. She's oh, not. She's but let's, let's all be honest here. Let's all be honest. If she started OnlyFans, like a lot of the, old, I, I would pay. I asked her to do it. I tweeted at her and asked thank her. Thank you. To thank you for your service. Thank <laughs> you. It would be tremendous. It would be the, one of the highest selling ones at Barstool. There's no doubt about it. I agree. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you heard on the last minute fandom, um, yelling men as my co-host brought up a theory that uh, Kirk blowing up at Clemmer oh, at the Wilbur was staged and. Stupid. Kirk has been, you know, been obsessed with this take since the last minute fandom. He even brought it up to Nick in Barstool HQ just to get clarification yeah. that it wasn't staged. Um, where do you two sit on the the, the matter? 
say what you well, want about Kirk. Um, one of the biggest things that I think he takes personally and will take offense to is authenticity. Now he's he's authentically he's a psychopath, and he he wears he he'll wear the badge. It's no problem. So for so someone to call that out, you know, like it's a WWE set. There's no way that was staged. That was whether you say he he was wrong for handling it the way he did. That's different argument. That's a different conversation. That was authentic. That was just a natural reaction that came out of him. So I I don't. Yeah, I, I think not only is he wrong, I didn't see it. So, yeah, I, I understand why he would want to clarify it because he probably prides himself on being authentic. Whether it's good or bad, he's authentic. So I understand kind of went out of his way to clarify that. Well, my take on that with the whole Clemmer thing is, is I obviously didn't see, I heard about the, the blow up backstage. And I would say, you know, whatever, I, I won't even say, but I would say that was probably authentic. I felt the whole thing with Clemmer towards the end. I don't want to say stage, but like, if he's angling behind mm. the back to go to Barstool, there's no way that Kirk don't know that. They're not going to call. They're well, not going to endorse it. Is, he endorsed it. Yeah. Helping him, Bubby. So we're Bobby's, talking about a Barstool. You agree, but, Bobby? You think the whole thing was staged? I do. I don't. I don't. I'm not specifically another on one. the fight. I, I, no, no, that's another one. Thank you. Thank you, Bobby. And it's building up. Yelling Men has started this is. movement. Um, WWE Minahan. Um, now, Bobby, right, any well, other? You'll, you'll see any, Kirk again on Twitter in three weeks. There you go. <laughs> any other um, show topics you want to throw at us, Bobby? Before I've got a, I've got a few questions I've got from the listeners. Um. I'm becoming more You're begging and more, to come on. I've been I'm begging to come on. I don't know. I mean, I think you reached out to me don't, first. Don't take, yeah, yeah, don't take that from him. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think matters. <laughs> I mean, if we're talking serious, on Twitter, it's all there, buddy. It's all there. Uh, okay. Um, uh, yeah, I would say I'm becoming more and more of a Mike fan. I never was at first. I Thank thought you. he sucked, and now I'm a big blind Mike guy. Um, he's funny. He's sneaky funny. And I mean, Thank it, you. Great at time. first I thought he sucked, but now I think he's sneaky funny. So he's on that level, yeah, I Three think he's got some dry, job. good, quick humor. So that's okay. my only other topic. Great take. Awesome. Mike's funny. Thank you. Um, <laughs> all right. Now I've got some questions. Uh, I, Thursday show. I thought Big Cat was really good. He always I wish I, I wish I liked football and listened to more of his content, but he and Kirk would do a tremendous show. It would be the best podcast in the world. Well, don't you think Kirk excels the most, the most when he's with somebody with a friggin' brain? <laughs> I mean, isn't that kind of? But out? you also said Montante was really good on Thursday, oh, so Montante, which is it, Bobby? Good brain. Shut up, stupid. Yeah, I got a brain. I'll <laughs> tell you what the most good. the most underreported story on this on the Kirk show: <laughs> the fact that Big Cat's from Boston. I know the it's Padres like are up two zip. Padres two Mets zip. Padres suck. I'm going to go get a big picture of Newton North High School and fucking send it to him and see if he likes it. Are you serious? No. Yes. I mean, I mean, you know, go on, I, go on, Mike. Continue. No, it's the fact that he's actually from Boston. His whole his whole persona is about being from Chicago. I just think it's – they are up to nothing, you scumbag. Did oh, you bet him? Oh, yeah. Fucking choking meds. Choking meds. All right, let's get oh, into the list no. of questions. I don't know what Mike's saying, but I don't me. care. All right, this, this question. Shit. Uh, this question is from Melissa Gorman. Oh, Should oh. Dave Cullinane and his siblings have thrown Kathy Cullinane a proper 70th birthday party instead of buying a fire pit? Obviously, yes. Hands down. Can you believe he didn't even know what he bought his mum for his 70th birthday? 
yes, knowing Dave, well, not knowing him, but seeing him operate, yes, I can 100% believe that. He's the baby. He's had his ass kissed his whole life and done everything. They've done everything for him. And he's got five. Yeah, I offered him. I said I'd love to take one of his sisters out on a date if they were single, but he didn't respond. So you're single, Bobby? I am, yes. Divorced? Yes. yes. Divorced? Twice? Uh, divorced. Yes, divorced a long time ago. Yep. Yeah, nothing. Any kids? There. One son. I have one son. Yep. Poor bastard. All right. Um, next question from Hood, Hooded Guy. How did the state approve Fitzy's vanity plate? And it's got... <laughs> What is it, eight ball on it? <laughs> I, I, that's I from hooded guy. I mean, that's reference to cocaine. I wouldn't know anything about that. I don't. I don't. I don't really know what he's talking about. All right, we've got another question here from Suburban Tug Time. <laughs> do you miss all of all aboard as much as I do? Anyone? Anyone miss all aboard? I miss Ned. I miss Ned. I mean, you had them on your show recently, Mike. Yeah, they're good. I mean, you know. Adam, Adam, Adam's good in doses. Yeah, no one misses Adam. No one's ever missed Adam. No. So, go, so just for the listeners out there, the Mets game has started. So Mike's Montante's contributions for the rest. Well, of he the just ruined. I'm not watching the game. He just ruined my night. I gave up two ding dongs in the first inning. I'm down two nothing. I'm. Honest. I didn't pitch the ball, Mike. It's you might as well have him. Two or one the first inning. You Menace, might as well. What time is it? It's not my fault. What? What time is it? Where you are? Okay. Right. Eleven twenty-one on Saturday. Oh, fantastic. Morning. Good morning. I've just had a coffee. Um, So no one misses Adam, but we all miss Ned. Um, Oh, here's a question from Box Eating. Dad, how is Montante feeling about the Mets? Not good anymore, Box Eating. Not great, Box Eater. It was a lot different 30 minutes ago. I thought thought Menard was fucking with me. (laughs) Sorry. I feel horrible right now. I feel fucking horrific. All right. I've got a few quick topics uh, before we end the show. A few. few, Topics are brought up in the show. Kirk seems to think men shouldn't be able to coach women athletes. Do you think he has a point, Bobby? Start with um, yes, I don't think there's any inherent value in it. I don't see with the way the world is nowadays. Do I wish it was that way? No. But with the way the world is nowadays, I think he's got a valid point, especially young children, uh, you know, young teens and stuff like that. I don't think there's any value in that. No, adults should be able to handle themselves. But as young children go, no, I don't think. I think he's right. I would say no, no, no more of that. Mike, that's fair. Uh, but if you're going to do that, and you know, liberal liberal Minahan's going to say that. If you're going to do that, that's that's all fair and good. Uh, then all right, sounds great. Then we're going to end the feminist movement in uh, men's men's sports because you can't have that either. So no problem. Women coach women, men coach men. Uh, their locker rooms are you know keep same sexes, no problem. But you can't no no more co mingling. So it's kind of it would kind of be a step backward for the uh, feminist movement. But I'm fine with it. <laughs> But they want it, though, Mike, don't you think? In the end, that's the way they want it to be. They want it to be a double standard there. They oh, want it to be, you know. It would be, but it would be a con- big contradiction. But, no, I understand why there's a big pa- – listen, you're still going to have the Jalene Maxwells out there who are, you know, a woman who are abusing, you know, younger females. But it would reduce, I think, you're going to have as many Larry Nassar. So I understand where it's coming from from a simplistic standpoint. But if you're going to take that route and you maybe even make it like a legislation, first off, you can't define what a woman is. That's a whole different issue. But yeah. that's no problem. Men coach men. Women coach women. Next. Yep. I, I sit somewhere in the middle. I think it's a case-by-case basis. I, I don't think you should necessarily rule on that definitively either either way. And I, I think it's a bit of a cop-out just to say. Well, if you were – 
a 40-year-old man and you were going to coach a 10-year-old girl's soccer team, all, I mean, just, just the improprieties alone, just the way it looks is bad. I see what you're saying, Mike, but like, and I, and I agree with you about the feminist movement, but the problem is, is that just the look is bad now. It shouldn't be that way, but that's the way it is. Yeah, the optics are bad. Yes. Optics right. sell now. Yeah, but but even when you get to those junior level sports, it's actually hard to find coaches. You can't pick and choose. You, you're looking for volunteers. So True. I don't think there should be a definitive rule. And I think it's a bit silly to think men can't coach women because they're all going to start touching them up and raping them. I mean, it's just it's like, I don't know, it's just very, very regressive almost to me. I think it's a case by case basis. All right, next one. Got very political. Didn't think it would go that way. Um, what show. about... Uh, what? Yep. Yeah, well, you're right. Uh, what? It was, <laughs> that was a taste of Montante as well. For um, what about um, Gay Pat not giving fucking Kirk tickets to his show? That to me is the such a huge snub. Well, I bet you he got that message and he was probably like, "Man, I, I can't say no to him." I bet you Gay Pat probably reached out to three or four people to try to get tickets before he gave him an answer. So when he gave him the no, it was uh, already you know. Search through, tried effort to get him tickets. It was a legitimate no. His reasoning was fine, but it's just you do not want to say no to Kirk, you know, because he couldn't take that badly. Uh, but I think it was fair. I don't think, you know, it was, a, it was a fuck you to him. Although that's that's the way it probably could be perceived. I don't think it was like that. I think it was a legitimate reach out, and they told him no, and he was just passing along. But it's a Relaying bad look. the message. Yeah. It's a bad look, though. It's a terrible look. He should have given up his own ticket, Pat. That, that, that right. Sake. Yes. Yep. Spot on. What are you gonna do? Uninvite your parents? Yes, for Kirk. Kirk, who stayed so loyal to him during that dozen when Pat stood there like a fucking dummy. <laughs> He's lucky to have a job. That's he unbelievable. He did not get one answer. How are you that stupid? I know. Uh, I mean, you get you one really answer. Fit to get I, one answer. I could get one. Yeah, one exactly. for sure. Actually, yeah. Um, I was saying, Fitz, before you joined, that I thought Kirk completely choked in the mini golf finishing tenth. Terrible. Yeah, I just don't think the whole day was his speed driving down there, fucking eight ferries, the the whole again, no Cullinane. Cullinane absent when needed again. Always. That's where he is. I mean, he wasn't there the other day, too. He's he's got his own agenda right now. It's it's uh, mm. company Cullinane. He's he's running his own brand. That's what it seems yep. like lately. Yeah, but rumors Ryan Whitney was doing something in Boston on Thursday, and that's why Carl didn't um head to New York. Testifying um, at the grand jury. Is that where he was? I didn't hear you, but whatever. Um, so, um, and also, you t- can I ask you two, are you in on the dozen this season? Um, like I sort of, I'll probably watch the first one with the Clemmer stuff, but I'm a, I'm a bit over it, or is it just me? I'll watch if Kirk is on or if like another group or another team that I like. Um, and it, it is fun. It, it, I do like it, but it has to be something like uh, if football's on, I'll watch any football team. Like the last night is the worst football game probably of all time. I watched every snap. And as much as it was a bad game, I had fun. I'm not going to watch a, uh, a middling uh, dozens match. But if Kirk's on or another team I like, I'll watch. Yeah, your question, I'll but. watch the first one, and then I'll tune out on it. There's just too much other stuff on. I don't find it super entertaining. I do the Clemmer thing. I'll be interested in that, but that will be it. Yeah, I think that, I think it's almost they've, they've, they're, over, they're overplaying the dozen now. Like I think I they think it's better than it is. Rest, rest in peace to uh, Jeff's father. All right. Yeah. 
and Jeff and his massive fucking cock. Um, well, I mean, that image was. He so can keep that I don't know what was going on there. Do you think it's that big? We talked about penises earlier. Do you think is? You think he has a hog? That that picture did nothing for me. I couldn't tell what's going on. I think it was shopped, wasn't it? I I, I couldn't tell. Yeah, I have no thoughts on how big it is. I mean, there did look to be something there down it running really? down okay, his leg. So I didn't see it. It literally looked like nothing. Well, it looked like a little bit of an outline, but you couldn't really tell. I mean, not that I was mm-hmm. fucking looking. Cullinane was looking. It's weird that Kirk's eyes went straight there because he's the one that picked it up. Like, I don't Well, know. maybe he maybe he swings both ways. I mean, you never know. Interesting. Well, Fitz throwing out the wild claim about Kirk to uh, round out his first appearance on Minna Fandom. Uh, anything else you want to uh, talk about before we get into what have you been watching? Not really. Okay. All right. So just we'll wrap Minna Fandom up, you know, with the, the tribute to Red's parents and my cat Charlie about, you know, what have you been watching in pop culture Rest lately? Peace oh, to, your, to your cat Charlie. Yep. Yeah, I'll take it away. Um, uh, there was a bad episode of Andor this week. Um, it was a down episode for me, so I wasn't happy with it. And I saw a movie called The Greatest Beer Run Ever about a guy. Uh, yeah, the Mets have just scored. Um, no, they didn't uh, score, but they're, they got first and third. One out. Go first and third, right? Finish, finish yeah. it. Finish it. This is going to play live great later on. Uh, <laughs> the Greatest Beer Run Ever with Russell Crowe and Zac Efron about some guy from America taking beers to the vets of Vietnam. Out of 10, and I give it three. So below average, and it's an Apple uh, TV movie. Um, what have you been watching, Bobby? Um, Pornhub. I've been doing a rewatch. I, I nothing new, but I've been doing a rewatch of Homeland. Um, right. Yep, and I think everybody knows that. So, and I'm waiting, waiting for uh, Yellowstone. Yellowstone's back soon. I'm a big Yellowstone guy. Okay, well, Kirk says dumb people like that show, so <laughs> you've just fallen right into his trap. Um, <laughs> Montante, <laughs> uh, I'm a big. Um, so I, I cut the cord maybe three months ago. So I've been watching YouTube a little more centric um, the last few months. There's a guy, Peter Santello, Peter Santello, Italian guy, bald guy. Um, he goes around different, you know, very modest guy, normal guy, but he goes different parts of the world, different parts of the country. I find the videos for whatever reason unbelievably uh, watchable, not entertaining, but not boring. Just watchable. I enjoy them every time. I've been, I've seen, probably, he probably has 150 videos. I've seen everyone. I've been on a huge Centello kick. So if you guys like seeing different parts of the world, different parts of the country, and just from a curiosity standpoint, give it a watch. I mean, he's what, the head of the fascist party in Italy or something? Oh, ha, 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 ha. No. <laughs> what sort of show is it then? Is it, it comedy or something? What is it? No, he literally just goes to different parts of the world. Recently, he's been like Alaska. Alaska's wild. And he just interviews people, you know, gets the day in the life and just kind of learns about the community. It's very it's interesting. Is it a I a- find it interesting. The average person probably is like, this is horrific. But he gets like 150,000, 300,000 views per video. So there's a lot of other readers out there who find it interesting. So give Peter Centello uh, a look when you get a chance. Would you post the links um, at some point? Yeah, abso- absolutely. Time? Absolutely. Love to look after the Minna Fandom listeners. Well, uh, I think that's it, unless anyone's got anything they want to add. Uh, Bobby, thanks for coming on the show. Great to talk to you finally. See you, Menace. See you, Mike. I'll catch you up with you. That wasn't exactly a goodbye, but he's like, all right, later. Yeah, yeah. good to see you, Bobby. Bobby. So, but look, I've kicked Bobby out. Um, Bobby's gone. Uh, <laughs> removed from studio. Great stuff. Uh, great to lo- – thanks for Lauren for coming on. Unlike Kirk, I'm not afraid of the opposite sex and doing content with them. 
Um, I'm not sure why Kirk is. That is true. And- well, who's going to be the first female to break that barrier, you think? Or will there never be the barrier broken? I mean, he's done a show, I think, with Casey in Miami. Um, I don't think was so. He, I don't was think was, he, was I, he on the show or is, or is he recording with her on something else? No, I think she was on the show in in the, really? the hotel room um, in Miami. So that was probably two years ago now. Um, so I would – I don't think it'll ever happen. I think Kirk doesn't want to go that way. I think he's he, – I think he grew up with two brothers. I think he's, you know, he's very blokey. Um, you know, I just think that's the way he wants to keep it. Yeah, maybe potentially. I mean, I, I really don't think too much um... – into that but it is interesting when you you know he had me on for god's sakes all the people that he could have on from the female perspective but i'll be honest with you, a lot of the female per, you know personalities at barstool just don't do it for me i don't know if it makes me a sexist or whatnot but the one girl is horrific i think is danny jackal she does the same videos all the time of like going up to men and hitting on them and like recording it like making them look like weirdos like that's not funny um kate i think is almost okay although she's kind of kate. horrific herself yeah yeah casey's probably the the most Although she's handled a lot of stuff, you know, the last year and a half pretty poorly too uh, with with Kirk. So I don't know who the I don't even know who the best personal personality to drive with Kirk would be. I mean, I don't know if they exist to be honest. Well, maybe, um, maybe. Well, it doesn't have to be a Barstool personality. He could find somebody, uh, but what he's got no be, desire to. What about that absolute drip, uh, Courtney Fallon? No, I think you. Speaking if you of cocaine. Serious, if you were serious, I'm sure in around the Boston area, there are lots of females doing their own podcasts or in media that you could start to sort of source out one that is looking for a bit of a, a leg up, so to speak, and would see an opportunity with Kirk. So um, I just don't think he wants to go that way. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's an interesting concept. Uh... Did, did you hear that um, in the first in the dozen matchup, Kirk could be taking on Kelly Keeg's team in Boston, and she will get destroyed by the Minna fans. No, he he alluded to that. He yes. I know he said he wants a big turnout there in Boston, but I, I didn't realize he kind of hinted. No, Jeff it. said Kelly Keeg's team was one of the ones. Who else? Is, who competing. else? Who fills it? Who fills out that roster for Kelly Keeg's? Who else? Something maybe Vibs is Vibs on there. Okay. I can't remember the team, honestly. There, I don't la- know, last thing, um, not not to objectify women. Does Kelly Keys do it for you? No, I, I've only like seen her once on a couple of videos. And... She's pretty. I'll tell uh, you what, for for an ugly little bastard, that guy could. Okay, Marco did pretty well. I'm more in a, a Alex Bennett. Yeah, nah. She does it for me more since Good. the boxing. She's more my style. I like your chances, um, actually. I apologize, Lauren. I shouldn't be talking about yeah. somebody else. Lauren looked, but... good, Lauren, she looked good earlier. Um, but, man, if she you ruined my great. night earlier, I, I wish you were joking. Squ- you, screen, I wish you were joking about the fucking Mets. You ruined my night. Well, I, I didn't pitch the ball. It was sure as a pitch. I know, me. but it was the game's gone for. I was looking. I was like, oh, the game's gone for eight minutes. Like, I'm good. You're like, yeah, the Mets are down 2 nothing. I was like, oh, okay, sure they are. No, they were. Sure, shit. But but you must be very um very aggravated because you know they shouldn't be playing in the wild card. They no, they shouldn't choke. be. And they, so now you're facing really a choke. They won 101 exit. games. It's 101 games. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's fucking frustrating. Um, it's fucking horrible. I mean this this whole team this whole the whole year they they unbelievable. This is the best Met team I've had since my 30 years of being alive, being conscious, and it's just to further end like that is just fucking horrible. And then they're like, all right, they're getting the wild card, and I, I talked myself into them being good. And then the fact that I'm 2 nothing with eight minutes, like, God, Scherzer's God. given up another one, three zip. 
You better be. I'm joking. I'm joking. All right. I'm going to put the listeners out of their misery. Then I need to hear more about the Mets. Bye, bye, Mike. Bye. I'm going to keep recording because what I'm going to do is I'm going to drop a few classic clips at the end. I used to do that for Minna Fandom in the past. So I'm just going to pull a few from Men's Live, drop them in there. Who knows what they'll be. Thanks for listening. I think Menner's getting a free pass here too, not making some of these points, but but at least well, Menner's, at least Menner's called him an ass. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, both of them had their fucking sucking their thumbs during that. Menner's in the current, perhaps former first lady with the with well, the, no. you know, well not defending the fucking the the fucking king podcast Jesus. That's the other thing is all these people who are so worried about being doxxed. Oh, you doxxed, I doxxed, I don't want to be doxxed. Well, we're, you know we're not going to, we're not going to. Yeah, I know, but the thing, the yeah, I know, but the thing is like, don't do reprehensible shit on the internet well, behind not, a pseudonym well, and repre- you don't have to worry about well, being doxxed. No, but I don't mind that. If you're that, if you're that yeah. uncomfortable, but I would say to them. I just wanted to point out that uh, to those uh, Mena fans that couldn't be here, Menor's down under, his country's in lockdown. He could, couldn't make it. Adam, of course, is, is observing his religious traditions. Who gives a, sh- who gives a shit? The well, they, <laughs> they would like shout, shout out. Well, I don't care. Yeah. What, is this? what are you, Jerry Lewis? What do we got? Either. $25 from yes. uh, 7-Eleven in Richfield, New Jersey. Here's, uh, you know, Stephen Eady. Like, what, what, what? There is Labor there Day is, 1981? Not to drop a Robinson, but there is a real FOMO by those who can't make it. Well, they're not here. Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck out of them for being a Jew. Don't be a Jew. <laughs> what, what do you want me to say? I was talking with someone before the show, and it's funny that Menners at this point just does a show to give people a platform to make prank prank calls. phone calls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's, there's no there's no one watching it really, and that's not shitting on him. It's just there's not particularly an audience for an angry man yelling at true people you don't know for no reason. That's true, but I like that he still does it. Ned Stark, thank you for joining us. It wakes you up in the morning though. If you watch his Menners, I do not. I do, and it gets me gets you going. It so. gets you it gets your juices flowing. Exactly. I can exactly. only imagine. There you go. Listening to Menners on the C show the other day. And he just argues to argue. He he changes his points constantly. Well, I think I think you know. It's they the here's what happens. They and thanks for the call. I'm happy. Uh, congratulations. I think what happens is they listen to me every day, and they think I can be like this guy. They yeah. can't. They I mean they just I, it's, I'm not being you know I couldn't. Menors does his own thing. Like I couldn't starve people. You know, and it's interesting because people say this to me. I was uh, with my uh, shrink last week, and I was talking about this. I, mean, I actually don't talk about the show that much. And I said, you know, this, this, and this about these. And he said, how many people is this in total? And I thought about that. Like, in total, the real cunts. Like, how many are there? And I said, 25, maybe? Right. Like, and I was being pretty liberal there. He said, how many fans do you have? You know, I I said, I think I said like 100,000, just say, or whatever. And he said, why why don't you focus on the other, you know, 99,975? And I said, I should, but I can't. I won't. You know, I can't do that. Yeah, if you peeked under the hood, you wouldn't be so nice to me you wouldn't be loving of me if you really knew what was going on under the hood this is an act this is i'm not speaking from kirk i'm speaking for myself but i could use that that mindset of this is this is fraudulent if you really understood who i was if you got to knew if i if i let my guard down uh you would you would see something ugly and black